Hello everyone, you're listening to a silly episode of Christina Unfiltered, all about my extremely inappropriate behavior at Bible study, before it, after it, and continually weeks later, even though I only went to one meeting, why I quit after that one meeting, and I also want to just leave a timestamp up front. I don't know what amount of minutes it'll be, but I'll put that in the description because there is just one story that inspired me to tell you guys about this. And then I realized there's so many silly parts within the whole occurrence. So yeah, look in the description if you're interested in just the grand finale energy. But if you want to hear every goofy part, then chronological order will work for you too. So you guys know how I am with time. Who knows when this was? Maybe a month ago. That's my best guess. But anyway, every part about this is probably on the bizarre end. So I think that maybe you'll find this funny because I just remembered this part right now. So it was off to a rocky start because anyway, I had a friend or two invite me to this. They said, want to come to Bible study with me, which was already ironic because I, you guys know I'm like religious, but then the friends that invited me aren't religious at all. They're just friends with religious people. So I first thought that was kind of funny too. But on the way there, you guys might know me. I'm both down to earth, but also kind of a diva. You can make your own judgment based on what you know about me. But I say that I'm a diva, maybe more of a princess, just because I don't particularly like to walk. Just a synopsis, if you don't know me, is I like to run, bike, hike, or else I like to drive and I don't like walking because it's just not enough dopamine. If I'm going to exercise, I want to be at a sports bra, spandex, and sneakers, not what I was wearing in a Bible study, which was a dress and Birkenstocks. But don't worry, sexy Birkenstocks, the ones that you like tie up your calf. Okay, anyway... So we were on our way there and I realized something weird because usually when I go to this apartment building, oh, by the way, that part is funny too that I'll add in, let's see, before or after my outburst. So darn it, I kind of want to say that part. Okay, sorry, we're just going to interject and say, I said, okay, so where's the Bible study? And we're just going to say a different name of the building, okay? So then my friend says, oh, it's at the Avalon. And I said, really it had to be that building so it's just one of the apartment buildings that AU students would live in and so it was actually an apartment building that I had way too many memories at and that is because at the and remember we're using a a euphemism there's like three buildings that everyone lived in the Burks the Avalon and the Greenbrier so we're just gonna say Avalon okay Uh, because one of my stupid college exes, sorry, it's not nice to talk bad about your exes, Uh, just somebody I dated in college, his family owned the Avalon, so I just said, oh, great, great memories, and I hope I don't see them there, and I said, but I can be positive and say they have a great Christmas party, so yeah, I just uh, had split up with this person, and I didn't know that his family owned, like, these buildings, and so I guess we stopped talking, but then started talking after, and I guess I didn't know 
that when I said I'd go to the Christmas party with him, that that meant we were back together. But that's just like a side note. And so when I told my friends that, they said, wow, he must be really rich. And I just kind of put a disgusted look on my face because this is how I'd probably describe it. And I don't know if other people this happened to them too. I think so. Because I think my friends at this point who I'm friends with, they haven't lived in D.C. for so long. But I've lived in D.C. since... I graduated high school, my first year of college. So that was like, I lived there since 2017. So the way that people in LA like don't give a fuck about celebrities, it's like I'm not impressed by wealth anymore. You know, like I used to go on Snapchat and I used to be amazed like seeing people who are so young, like 18 years old, go to the different like vacations on the private jets. So I was like not faced by anymore i'm just like who cares like who cares if his family owns a building i don't know none of this is supposed to sound rude but you know you know it's off to a bad start when your exes are already involved in something that's supposed to be so holy you know so i was already in a bad mood and then we were on our way there and we live right outside of the metro which is like dc's underground transportation like like this new york city subway so i thought why are we like walking this strange way and i turned to my friend and we can call him turner i said turner where are we and why are we doing this to go to the avalon this is not the way and he said well and then we were going with our other friend timmy and he said well timmy graduated which i didn't even know um so these are like my close friends okay so i have five friends these are two of them so you would think that timmy would have told me he graduated but that's because so we all know each other because i go to au's law school timmy apparently went to au's law school and uh (laughs) did i just call them timmy and turner i can't even i'm sorry i don't even remember the names i used but turner the original one who invited me he just said, yeah, Timmy, he graduated, so he doesn't have a U-pass. And a U-pass is just the the American University Metro Pass they give us so that we could ride it for free, like ride all the buses and Metro for free because it's considered free, but really it's just an unlimited pass that's included in our tuition. And I just was so put off by that because just I'll explain why after, but I'll just say immediately he said that and I got quiet. (laughs) I didn't say anything because everyone knows how much I hate walking. And so let's see, Turner said, yeah, we're actually going to walk most of the way. And I just said, oh, and I didn't say anything. And then five minutes pass and I open my mouth. I say, I'll be honest, I'm extremely pissed off. Please distract me. So yeah, I was like pretty much fuming. And, uh, because I don't know, you guys know me, I just don't like to sweat. And I don't like to walk when I don't have to. And I think it's so ridiculous that I also don't like people who are so unnecessarily cheap, okay? It's like this, these, like nobody in Northwest DC is like in poverty except for the homeless people. It's so expensive to live there. So someone who's going to pay like 1700 a month for rent can't get themselves to pay $2 or less to go on the metro to 
make their friends not have to walk because Turner told me, he's like, yeah, I don't particularly like walking either. So I just don't like when one ridiculous person dictates everyone else. But so it was just off to a smooth start. So thankfully, so it's like, even though I get livid and stuff, I told him like, oh, please distract me. You know, I'm not the kind of person who's going to, even if I'm pissed, I'm not going to raise my voice or make it a horrible time for anyone else. He actually distracted me quite quickly. He just said that he was talking about his ski vacation in Virginia and that immediately snapped me out of it because he had never gone skinny before. So I thought it was funny. All right, so fast forward, we're at Bible study. So yeah, as we walk into the Avalon, the building that I'm just so fond of, I said, do not worry, Turner or Timmy. I am going to be cool, calm, and collected, and I will not cause a scene or embarrass anyone. So we go in, and just basically the people are so nice. And how this works was each Thursday, there's like a free dinner, like someone from the church provides the dinner. So you have dinner at six, and then you get after you eat, you get into like learning about the Bible. And this day we were reading Romans, which if you're not religious, it's just one of the like the famous parts of it that Paul wrote uh, to the Romans, like a letter to the Romans. But anyway, there's always going to be a get to know you icebreaker and they chose good questions. But the problem is, and here, this is where we talk about the story that inspired this episode. The reason my behavior was inappropriate and I knew I had no choice but to be inappropriate is that I look on the screen where they had the icebreakers and it said, okay, let's go around each table and tell each other if you had one amazing ability, what would it be? And I basically covered my own mouth and I wished I had like duct tape that I could have shut my mouth closed or super glue because I I out loud, loudly said, oh no, this cannot be happening. Oh no. (laughs) And people tried not to look at me. They were very polite and very kind (laughs) to do that. And look, I told myself not to cause a scene, but what did I do? And the reason is because both Timmy and Turner know that I told this like at the beginning of our friendship. Whenever people say like, what's your superpower? My one that I came up with this year that I just, it felt like it was from the bottom of my heart. I would have loved to be like, I think I watched the CW too much when I was younger, whatever that badass young ninja movie was with that pretty girl. But I just thought if I could be like the world's best assassin who could kill anyone like effortlessly, that would be so cool. And it's just like, when you think of the worst sins, you know, it's like uh, infidelity, lying, cheating, and definitely murder. So the problem is I thought, okay, well, I don't want to lie. I want to be genuine. So when we were going around the table, they knew not to call me first because I was like a deer in headlights and basically covering my own mouth because I knew how bad it would be when I would say that I want to be a killer. So they say, all right, Tina, you're up because it was last. I was trying to procrastinate. I just said, well, I know that this isn't a good thing to want or to do, but I can't lie to you guys. And I just said, I've always wanted to be a really good assassin that could kill anyone. And 
just like law school people who have like a really good poker face even if they hate your guts they'll effortlessly ask act like your best friend this denomination i'll tell you guys it's baptist people the baptists and just in case you're wondering don't know i'm catholic so these baptist people were like oh really nice christina and i just thought oh my gosh so inappropriate and i just my friend later on turner he said because we had been playing video games so he had said i really should probably stop saying things like here i'll just say it so you guys know what i mean you're not supposed to say like oh my god you're not supposed to say like jesus christ things like that as exclamation because it's considered saying the lord's name in vain like to me i say oh my gosh and if i am ever shocked i try to say other things because it's just uh it's just one of the commandments in the bible so he said i probably should stop doing that when i lose at smash bros and i said it's okay because i told them that i would hope and wish to be a murderer so i don't think that yours quite cuts <laughs> like is beats mine pretty much so you would think the inappropriate behavior would end there well it didn't <laughs> there were so so many uncomfortable moments and the thing is it's weird how when you're in it it doesn't seem that bad because you want to be so positive and and grateful and happy and that's how it went for me but then it's like I looked back on it and then also how I was treated I thought wow that was actually like parts that were so abrasive and unappealing and really just uncomfortable and so like even my behavior wasn't even the most inappropriate I could think of but like I don't know if I'm going to share some other parts because I did say a prayer to God to forgive them and like release it and to bless them too. So I don't really think I need to say those parts. But there is another part that might be funny for the listeners. So keep in mind, uh, we did the Bible study, read Romans. And after I did that embarrassing assassin confessional, things went well. Like I said that the people who led the group which it's just like people my age, pretty much. I'm 23, in case you didn't know. It was like an AU club, a like religious club on campus. And like the speakers were really good. I said like, what a gift, such a captivating speaker. And I really liked the interpretation they did of the passages. But anyway, so after they do that, usually they play video games. So I forget the game, but we played that star wars video game which i had a lot of fun i liked playing luke and i liked having the lightsaber so that's just a side note if you know what video game i'm talking about but i just said to them all right i think it's time for smash bros because most people didn't know how to play that and so some people went up to the roof because classic dc always going to the roof can't say the x ever brought me up there i thought wow i didn't even know the app had a roof but cool, I guess I'll just play Smash Bros with my friends. Guess I won't be seeing the skyline or anything tonight because my friends wanted to stay inside. So I was like, okay, I'll be easygoing because I'm great at that, aren't I? So yeah, the next inappropriate behavior actually wasn't even from me. It was from someone else and we'll call him Jace, okay? So there was a boy named Jace that I really tried to give the benefit of the doubt and I did. And maybe that makes it even worse because then the resentment just builds until later. But I also wanted to read you guys a text conversation between me and Jace after because it's hysterical. But anyway, I'm just not even going to make it 
ambiguous at all. Oh, well, no, no, I will. So let's just say Jace told me that he was from Ohio, okay? It was just one of the places in the Midwest. And I just said, you really do seem like you're from Ohio. Like Midwest people have this certain energy to them where they're really genuine and really sweet. And like one of my best friends from there and Jace was very flattered by that. Well, as time went on, I just noticed he was like, he kept on trying to make conversation, which is normal for human interaction. But I noticed that there were stuffed animals there called squishmallows. My sister loves them. If you don't know what that is, just imagine a stuffed animal. They can be any size from like the size of your hand to like the size of your body. They sell them at Costco too, but they're just like super, super soft. And I think that like holding them and squishing them is good for anxiety, but just imagine like a super squishy and soft toy. So they had like a regular sized squishmallow there and he was getting a little too interactive with it. So it was just like a dragon stuffed animal, okay? And then he eventually told me, well, I'll save that side conversation too because that was also awkward and strange game. But he was using the Squishmallow, like since I had interacted with it, he started to speak Spanish to it. And I thought that's kind of strange. And then he also did the other side of the dialogue as if, uh, I told Turner later, I was like, I can't say I've ever met like an improv ventriloquist before because he not only was he speaking to the Squishmallow, but he also was speaking for it. So like it was the little dragon and then he was speaking to me using the dragon and also just like him and the dragon on its own having its own conversation so just in case anybody listening to this wants dating tips don't be a ventriloquist at bible study that's all i'll say like it's good to be creative it's good to think outside of the box but sometimes you just want to go back to basics and i think that this is the the right situation for that so yeah so yeah, that was bizarre. So after the whole ventriloquist bit, he asked me, because I think that I've just been telling all my loved ones this, I tell them all that I'll be in New York City in 2025, just because I graduate AU, which is a DC law school in 2024. So then I give myself a year to like be wherever I want to be. And then I can commit to my loved ones that I'll be near them in 2025. So uh, what did I name this guy? Whatever the guy was flirting with me, we can just call him Dragon because that's the stuffed animal he was obsessed with. So Dragon, who was like having a bit strange of behavior, we were talking about New York City and I guess he seemed disappointed. I was like, oh, or do you wish that I was staying? And I think he said kind of yes. So it seemed like the relationship was moving kind of fast between me and Dragon. And he also said like, I think he said, I've never been to New York City before. And um, keep in mind, I'm still speaking as if I'm Dragon. He said that because I had visited recently. So I said, oh, all you need to know is that there's good pizza. And he said, yeah, so I've seen like friends before. And I feel like that didn't tell me anything about New York City. And I said, really? They pretty much gave a really good representation of New York City to me. And sometimes... I noticed with social skills, I don't always say what the other person wants me to say. So I've gotten to the point where I say, all right, do you want to tell me what you wish I said to you here? And he said, 
oh, well, I kind of want you to agree with me and say that friends isn't a good representation. And I said, like, okay. And I said, okay, so what else were you hoping I would say? And he said, well, you could have told me a bit about New York City. So this was just an interesting conversation because even though Dragon had special social skills, I also think that in life, there's there's like a simple conversation, like a default conversation that people want to have, but I just don't give it to them. I don't know why I'd be so inside the box with that, you know, but I gave Dragon what he needed for those moments. So I told him about NYC and the culture, I guess. And then, uh, let's see, I think Turner and Timmy told me later when I told them, oh, I guess I forgot this, but I'll say like at one point in the night, which we should have went home by now. This was strange enough. We were there like at least probably 11 to 12 p.m. slash like, you know, 11 p.m., 12 a.m. My mom had been texting me. She was like, oh, what's up? And I said, oh, at Bible study. She said, it's kind of late. And that's kind of a good point. But anyway, what was it? Oh my gosh, I'm even thinking of the way home and even that was bizarre. Wow, this is like not a shock whatsoever for DC. Like, of course, even Bible study isn't normal. Okay, anyway, let's see. Yeah, so Dragon asked for my number and it was so uncomfortable. He just like pulled out his contacts and asked for my number. And maybe I should try a new strategy because I usually just put it in. Like I'd never... Like, I don't want to be deceitful, so I would never do a fake number. And, like, at the worst, I just won't answer because I've had, like, Ubers ask for my number. And I will put my number in their phone. And they'll say, like, after they'll text me and say, hey, Tina, how did visiting your sister go? Because, like, the last time someone asked for my number, I was visiting my sister for Vietnamese New Year. So it's just, like, it's a situation where I don't know what to do. So I just give them my number. Alright, so now that you guys know that Dragon asked for my number, oh by the way, he was speaking Spanish because he was from Mexico and I think he was trying to impress me. Like he was born in Mexico but moved when he was like one years old or less than one years old. So let's see, February 23rd at 10pm says hi. Oh, that was me texting myself from his phone. Okay, so February 25th at 138 Saturday. Hey Tina, this is Dragon from Thursday night. Do you want to go get coffee next weekend? And so not gonna lie, I was sitting in the kitchen with Turner trying to think of what to say and making like a bunch of really inappropriate jokes about what I could possibly say and it just came to me. I had sent in reply because we had been debating what I should say and so I obviously was just gonna come up with my own thing. So this is something I do anyway, so I just wrote hey, but with like 10 Y's, and I thought, this doesn't look appropriate, so I thought, should I do it? So I unsent the message, because I thought, hmm, I could do better, and then I thought, eh, what else would I say? So I sent it again, hey, maybe with 20 Y's this time, and then I unsent it again, because it just did not look right, and he replied back, you just unsent two messages, with like the thinking face and like a grinning face and then also did the coffee emoji question and then this is something I do when I don't want to say yes I'll say why so that is I said why and he said why not and I said unacceptable answer 
And then Dragon said, gotcha, with a winky face. And so that's that. I wondered if that would entertain you guys. When my friends saw that, they were like, he has a terrible game. And I just thought, really? I don't think it's that bad because I like that he just cut to the chase. I told them that it seemed like my friends, their strategy was more roundabout. They would have wanted to talk more. And I said, like, I prefer this over like a complete pussy. So, yeah. All right, so now that I told you guys all about the funny dragon incident is, well, actually, there was another awkward part about him, and it's that so we were playing Smash Bros on a Switch. If you guys don't know what that is, because I know there's a lot of female listeners, so you guys don't know it's like video games. Switch is like, the whole shtick with it is that it's like little mini controllers, and so Dragon brought his own controller as well. His was like, I forget what it's called, but it's made my made by nintendo but it's more of a basic xbox looking like controller so he brought his own the way that turner did turner brought regular switch controllers but i guess he was trying to flirt with this other girl lila we can call her and he said oh you can use my controller and so that was just like an interesting aspect and then I think, I don't know, he said something like really awkward to me about it when I just like had asked an inquisitive question. I think I just said like, that's a cool invention. He's like, and then he said something sassy about Nintendo. So I just thought, oh, wow, should have just kept my mouth shut there. Like one of those situations. So yes, that wraps up the relationship I have with Dragon. And then we go home that's its own disaster but i guess i thought i could say a side joke too that i just want to say before the conclusion which will be the inappropriate behavior on the way home so we'll just say thursday night ended okay because we're skipping ahead and then there was one girl that i did also have an awkward interaction with her with we can call her nicole so yeah nicole okay and apparently, geez, if Nicole, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry for the jokes I'm about to say. But so apparently, like this was sweet. So Turner texted me at one point. He said, hey, Nicole asked for your number. Is that okay? And I just said, oh, that's so nice of you to ask permission. And instead of like, if I was just being a normal person, I would have said yes, of course. But I said, like, depends. Why do you think? And I think he said, oh, you know, maybe just try to find another religious friend. And I said, oh, okay, well. I guess you could give it to her, but first, uh, ask her if I'm her type, you know, just trying to be flirty joke. And I think he said, like, I'm not sure you're really her type. So yeah, that was just like this silly little joke I made about Nicole. So sorry, Nicole, I really doubt you're lesbian for me. And if you ever were, you definitely aren't now. So yeah. All right. So now on to the nightmare journey home. So we were going home and so of course we have this stubborn friend Timmy who doesn't want to spend a dollar rather than he'd rather spend no money and instead walk 45 minutes home in the freezing cold and the dark so (laughs) I was just being myself and we so the way that Timmy preferred to do it was there's a free AU shuttle and then also walk but I'm pretty sure the shuttle was 45 minutes away, so it would have been the same amount to walk. But we walked to the shuttle stop, and I said, so, Timmy and Turner, 
uh, I'll just leave this one up to the boys. You guys decide how we get home because I'm easy, breezy, and carefree right now because, like, I actually was. I more get annoyed if I have to walk somewhere, going somewhere, because, like, I just had my makeup done. You know, I'd done my makeup nice. My skin tone was smooth, and I just, like, wanted to look good i want to feel rejuvenated i didn't want to be tired from walking but if we're going home like i don't care if i'm sweaty or whatever so i really was chill with whatever they want to do so i said like oh i'll leave it up to the guys to pick because just for me whenever there's a time in doubt like i have no no issue with uh submitting to the men i know that sounds ridiculous but it's just me being me so they said oh thank you so I think they both didn't agree. So amazing leaders. I think one person wanted to wait and the other person wanted to walk. So there we go. I think we might have waited at least 20, 20 minutes, uh, possibly in silence. But anyway, after someone made their decision, who knows what that decision was. Turner said that he was in the mood for a slushy. And so unfortunately, the slushy maker at Wawa was closed. So that was a bust. I said, oh, we can go to 7-Eleven. And then he was like, oh, yeah, let's go. He realized he didn't have his wallet. And I said, uh, he said, oh, can I like, lo- can I loan some money from one of you guys? And so this is the issue I have with Timmy sometimes. And if you're listening to this, Timmy, sorry, I love you. But you know we have some disagreements. And this will be one of them. So some of my friends are really cheap with money. And not even just chin stingy cheap but also weird like sus about it and i don't like sus okay i just like paying for each other paying each other back in a regular amount of time no weird playing games behavior and so i said to turner like yeah sure i think right because i budget every week okay i spend a certain amount of money each week my stepdad helps me with that just so that I can stay in line. I said, I think I have $9 on this debit card right now. Do you think that'll be enough for the both of us? And I kind of looked at Turner thinking that he'd say like, oh, no way. You don't need to spend your money on this if that's all you have left. But he said, works for me. And I was like, well, of course I'm going to do it because there's no way because what's his name? Timmy said, sorry, I don't have my wallet. And I just said, yes, you do. You're just saying that. Because it's true, like Tim, everyone knows that Timmy, it's like he doesn't loan money, he doesn't pay you back, things like that. Like he doesn't pay you back unless it's the exact moment he wants to. Like for me, when I borrow money ever, I pay back like as soon as I get the chance. Like say I'm between paychecks or something, or they're treating me like once they tell me how much money it is or whatever, so yeah that's just like what i think a normal person should do should like pay back with haste but he was like yeah sorry i don't have my wallet and i said like yeah i could have guessed that one and i don't think people always like my attitude but we're walking to 7-eleven and i think he just keeps on insisting he doesn't have his wallet and i just said like you're a liar like i don't believe you and this was uh that really was the nail in the coffin for uh timmy's temperament because remember before i got mad about uh walking and now he gets mad about oh you know what else caused the issue it was because we both said like timmy you're really not just gonna pay a dollar for us to take the bus 
or the metro home like when it's freezing out and he's like i'm just not gonna do it okay guys because the other option was a lot of people just jump the fence on the metro like that's what turner and i ended up doing like i had my u pass but actually oh yeah the problem was that uh turner had left his wallet where he went skiing that was the problem so he didn't have his u pass for the metro or his money so what's his name oh yeah so timmy lied again and said yeah i really just am in a hurry to go home because i want to sleep and i think one of the problems was that when someone's like a constant liar where they call it pathological liar they get annoyed when people call them out so even though no offense turner we've already talked about this i consider turner more of a you know some people follow their instinct and other people believe anything a friend would tell them even if the other people try to warn them that the friend is like a liar or something okay so he said really you're gonna go and sleep you're telling me if you were home right now, you'd go to bed. Yeah, right. So it's like the one time that he actually called Timmy out. And Timmy was like, shut up, guys, shut up. So when I told him he was a liar about his wallet and that like people don't just go places about their wallets, especially guys, he like exploded. So he like screams at the top of his lungs like, you're so annoying. Who just calls another person a liar? And then because of his little tantrum explosion, even though at first Turner believed me, he said, yeah, Tina, like you really shouldn't call people out. Like he definitely doesn't have his wallet. And later on, I texted him because I, I tried to keep in my annoyance and tried to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. And I just said, you know, like, when people lie, so that's actually a test I do on people because, so keep in mind this about me. So if you know me for a while, you know that this is what I say. I say that I'm pretty good at knowing who's lying to me and when, but my efficacy is that of a polygraph because, you know, polygraphs can make mistakes too. And so I know that I can make my mistakes, especially when people are drinking. They become much better liars then because they don't do the same tip-offs they do when they're sober. But anyway, one of the tests I do do, like when I'm a little bit unsure at times, even though this time I was pretty positive, but just in case you're ever wondering of a strategy, if you have any idea inkling that a person is lying you just say like you're such a liar because you could say it as a joke too and then if you're unsure all their next reaction really is gonna help them seem well it's gonna help you be able to tell whether they're lying or not because it's just like a second clue and what i mean by that and why it's so effective is because just to throw back to one of the episodes you might not have listened to yet it's called the like ridiculous things I say to men something like that and a guy like asked if I wanted to have kids with him and I just said well the problem is you're uh you're all you do is lie and you'd probably just cheat on me and it's just like he didn't and when I said that like when I kept on calling him a liar he didn't deny it because he knew that I knew 
the truth and it's like he didn't even have to deny it but someone who i might have thought was a liar but was telling the truth they would just say like no really like i am telling the truth and i could just hear in the genuine tone that the person isn't lying so then if you're curious on how to like understand a person here i knew that timmy was lying because he's like screaming at the top of his lungs like as a manipulation to turner who's gonna be like easily manipulated by someone who's mad and then just flip to the mad person's side to cool down the situation you know so he's just like yeah tina you really shouldn't have said that and i just said okay just keep on using my nine dollars for your stupid slushy just kidding but i just thought like why oh, okay i'll add this next part that had been confusing me that the friend that we can name tristan tristan is going to be the name that i refer to the friend that helps convince me to quit watching porn okay i asked him i said why is turner so scared of me when timmy is the one who screams at the top of his lungs in anger and like my anger outburst i just said please distract me i'm mad and then i got better in like one minute like why is someone more scared of me than a screamer who didn't calm down the entire night after and just like stormed off and uh, i'll tell you another detail that had scared turner of me so i was at home in the kitchen and i said this is a joke okay i had just said um i think turner just came down into the kitchen and i said who the fuck unplugged the toaster like that's so annoying because so you know when you live in a house people will want to unplug appliances that what's it called while they're not being used because they think it'll save money well i just specifically had to do a project when i was in high school senior year ap environmental where we had to calculate how much money and how much electricity each appliance would cost for its usage in a whole year so like for example the garage opening and closing every single day multiple times a day it costed less than one cent so i said to people like unplugging my toaster is annoying because it doesn't save any money barely any electricity so that's all i said and then turner said ever since i said that one comment to him he's like terrified of me in my anger but i was like joking like i don't really care that much i was just like a little annoyed that nobody believes me so i said to tristan why would he be so scared of me and he said well because somebody who gets quiet like i got quiet when i had to walk he said that's unknown that's scarier than somebody who was just like screaming their head off with a tantrum i said okay that's kind of a good point and i presented that argument to turner another day and he didn't seem to want to agree with that but i think he might be honest he just said that he was scared of me after the toaster incident because he didn't know me that well and didn't know if i was a sicko and i guess that could be true but there's just I noticed this other thing that I wanted to mention about men in anger. It's like people say that guys aren't smart, but they're super smart at knowing when they're in trouble. Like I could just think of past, like a past person I was dating. Like, you know, when you're about to text someone something, but you want to send it to your friend first. So let's just say I was dating a person named 
Jordan. I just, I was annoyed at Jordan. So I just sent to my friend, Alex, I said, okay, does this text seem okay? She's like, yeah, you don't sound mad at all. It sounds completely reasonable. And then I sent it to Jordan and uh, he didn't seem to think the same way. Like when he saw me in person, he immediately like gave me a hug to calm me down. It's just like men always seem to know when they're in trouble and like when to be scared. So I just thought that that was interesting. Like they're, pro- they're pretty receptive of my uh, annoyance and crazy bitch side. So I hope you enjoyed the Bible study extravaganza. Lots of storm offs in every direction no matter who the character of the story was. So talk to you soon AF. Hopefully AAU's religious club doesn't like forgives me and then I can repent of my sin. So I love you. We did it for your entertainment. Talk so soon.